But first, our top story takes a look at the newest taxi survey, survey looking at what drivers and motor carriers are concerned about the most. Reporting from Austin, Texas, we have Alan Adler who joins us now. Alan, thanks for joining us this morning. Good morning, guys. Good to, good to see you. Good to see you So, well. Atri, yeah. So, Atri, uh, guys, um, puts out an annual survey of top issues that are affecting the trucking industry. And uh, they look at it two ways. They, they have an overall number that looks at the top issue by merging what drivers think, commercial drivers, and what uh, uh, motor carriers think. And then, you know, there's some subgroups, you know, law enforcement, things like that. Overall this year, and I, I think this tracks with what we're seeing elsewhere, um, is the economy. It's number one uh, on the list. It was not number one for the drivers, but it was for the carriers. And, uh, you know, so it, it, from a point perspective, you know, made the, the biggest difference. And it knocked fuel prices out from the number one position uh, a year ago. So I see we've got it in front of us, which is great. Um, you know, you can see that there's only three areas here that the drivers and the and the carriers really agree on. It's the economy, it's fuel prices, and it's, um, uh, where's the third one? I know there is one, fuel prices. and, and uh, But you can see how they match up. And, you know, this is typical. You usually get some agreement, but the closest... Uh, the closest one on here would be uh, the fuel prices. You know, the the drivers say it's number three, and the and the carriers say it's number five. Um, you know, we had rising fuel prices pretty much all year, as John Kingston has talked about. He had a, bit, a brief respite in sort of the March to June period, but uh, but that one, uh, you know, was number one last year. And prior to that, the whole issue around the driver shortage was number one for five straight years. That's fallen quite a bit on the list now. And that's also consistent with what Atri found uh, back in, in uh, during the Great Recession, because driver retention now number eight on the on the top issues list that's way down from where it was. Well, part of that is that, you know, we're in a freight recession. We are not seeing uh, new uh, authorities taken out and we're seeing a lot more surrendered. So, uh, you know, this idea that, you know, retention is not as big a deal as it's been either because drivers are kind of staying put uh, where they are and uh, not jumping after, uh, you know, one time we used to get big bonuses to jump companies. I think that this is fascinating, right? Because specifically looking at the driver shortage issue, it shows that really big dichotomy that exists from the drivers themselves in the thought process of there's not too little of us. It's just the fact that they're spread out into different places versus the motor carrier's thoughts of, I can't find anyone to fill my trucks, therefore there must be a driver shortage. And that's one of those things that I think kind of has a common thread on some of these issues, right? Is that it's not necessarily an issue of, is there access? It's an issue of where is this capacity spread out, of where the driver's spread out. And we see that, and we see that kind of power continue to shift as we go from an economy that supports owner-operator, smaller operations, to an economy where individual drivers have to rely on employment from these bigger motor carriers. Do you think that we get a switch as, or we see a switch maybe in next year's results because of the way that things have changed in the economy these last kind of two quarters and that change from drivers working on their own to working back in companies? Well, I think you're right, uh, Kaylee. I think this idea that, you know, those that give up their authorities, their personal authorities, you know, with, with, uh, the government and then go to work for a carrier. I think it obviously has made things a little easier for the carriers, but they don't honestly need as many when there's not as many loads. 
this is a little bit outside of my daily coverage, but I, I've covered this study over the years. And, and, and I do think that, you know, they indicate rather strongly, you know, where things are, are, are headed too soon to know about what is number one next year. But, you know, I think this overall thing of the economy being worrisome, uh, you know, to the industry is, uh, is pretty interesting. Um, you know, we're seeing signs of it, obviously, you know, Craig Fuller and others uh, have written on our sites about that, including as recently as yesterday, you know, about uh, about what's happening. So I think that, you know, there's a recognition that these are going to be some pretty tough times. Um, personally, I was really interested, though, to see that there was a new entry on the top 10 this year, and it was zero emission vehicles, which is something I'm a little more familiar with on, on a daily basis. This is the first time this is, has made the list. And it's interesting, uh, you know, I had a chance to talk to Rebecca Brewster, who's the president of the American Transportation Research Institute, and we'll have her on the show on the Truck Tech Show Wednesday talking about this a little bit. But the idea is that, you know, it is now creeping into people's minds that they're going to have to address this. I mean, obviously, the regulations have been on the books for a while, but the clock hasn't been ticking maybe as fast as it is now in terms of starting to starting the transition to zero emission or electric vehicles could be fuel cells, most likely battery electric vehicles, maybe some renewable natural gas will be in the mix too. But but the idea that it made it on the list was interesting. And then on the driver's list, um, they actually uh, have a listing or uh, listed autonomous vehicles as a concern that they have. And and I asked Rebecca, I said, is this uh, uh, is this something, you know, number 10 there on the commercial driver's list? You, is this something that is sort of a fear and loathing thing? She said, no, she, she said, I think it's a fear of the unknown. She said, they just don't know uh, what to expect at this point. And, uh, you know, it's going to start very slow as it does start. And assuming we'll see some commercial routes in the next year or so, uh, you know, it, it will be a slow start. It's not going to take over the industry. And I don't think anybody expects that, at least not for a really long time. It's only going to be a, a good case for certain, you know, hub to hub kind of things, repeatable routes and so forth. And I think that's kind of true even for electric vehicles as we struggle to get uh, enough infrastructure in place. You're not going to replace a national infrastructure overnight or even in a decade or two. So you're going to have to pick your spots and decide, you know, what's the best place to run these things. And Alan, as you mentioned, the area of your expertise that you're very active in looking at, of course, truck tech. Can you give us a preview as to what you might be jumping into later on this week? I'm sorry, I, I missed you there, Anthony. Can you repeat? Sure. Can you give us a preview of what you'll be talking about or going through in Truck Tech this week? Yeah, on the show Wednesday, we're actually going to uh, do it from here uh, as, as best we can. Um, we've already begun sending over some stuff. We've got the Rebecca Brewster interview. Uh, we talked to uh, the chief product officer from Motive, who uh, sort of, uh, you know, a study they put out here um, uh, looking at the holidays uh, and freight uh, really lines up pretty nicely. I, I don't know if nice is the right word, but lines up with the ATRI study in terms of uh, major concerns and things like that. And also the uptick that they're seeing in terms of customer uh, questions and needs around getting ready for electrification. So we talked to them and then we've also got, um, we're going to do sort of the video version. We had a story last week on the uh, uh, Volvo Super Truck 2, uh, which is, again, it's an exercise. It's not even, wouldn't even call it a concept vehicle, um, but it's something that is part of the Department of Energy program that, that Volvo worked on as other automakers had, have had uh, their trucks. Um, we'll do a walk around with that. We'll talk to Peter Vojova, no. who is the uh, president of, uh, of, of Volvo Truck North America. It's going to be interesting to watch. And of course, we can catch that up on Truck Tech 
on Wednesday afternoons, three o'clock right here on Freight Waves TV. Alan, thank you for joining us this morning and we'll see you on Wednesday. Okay, take care, guys. All right, we're going to go on over to the wall. We've got Thomas Wasson here with Anthony Smith to chat our first carrier update of the morning.